Why don't you take your lively, chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? Starting to get scared. Starting to get scared. Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad-libbing. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. Welcome back to Steven Destroy, the podcast where we watch every Steven Seagal movie so you don't have to. I'm James. I'm Dylan. And this week we're talking about Ticker. Woo! 2001, direct to DVD, directed by Albert Pune. Uh, kind of a, a name in like low budget direct to DVD movies. Not a single one of them. Uh, is something that I have seen or really seemed familiar to me. Mm. Uh, doll Man, actually. Yeah. Um, Big Doll Man guy here. Uh, I've never seen it, but I, uh, I know okay. what it is. All right. <laughs> it's a whole other podcast. You could do an Albert Pune podcast. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna a good game mm. that I did not create. Okay. But would have been a good game. <laughs> would have been like uh, I would just make up a name of a movie, and you would have to say if it was real or an Albert Pune movie. Mm. So I'm going to read some names. Alien from L.A., Blood Match, Kickboxer 2, Brain Smasher, A Love Story, Kickboxer 4. What happened to 1 and 3? Couldn't tell you. Damn. Mean Guns. Hell yeah. Max Havoc, Curse of the Dragon. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, but we got Ticker. We sure did. A movie he famously disowns. Um, really? Yes. Oh, yes. There's like a uh, unofficial director's cut that like exists in the ether uh-huh. um, that I kind of thought about trying to track down. But I mean, <laughs> I realized like, why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what why? would I possibly have to gain from doing this? Yeah, why add, why add more Steven to the mix? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he famously disowns it and says that they like uh, the studio took over. And just like told him he had to stop, and they just like cut him off in the middle of production, or maybe it was in post. But then they just sort of took the movie and it's T- tickered it out. Yeah, yeah, messed it all up, and so he he famously hates it. Mm. Um, <laughs> and Ticker is a weird one. Yeah, it it, it fits in an odd place. Um, I'll start. Yeah, going go diving in. Yeah, in terms of uh, kind of how I felt about Ticker. Yeah, Ticker commentary here. And I think this was always going to, to happen. And I think I knew that this was a very likely, almost inevitable outcome mm-hmm. from doing this podcast. Yeah. Um, I just didn't think it would happen so soon. Uh-huh. But Ticker, I do believe, is potentially one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like, Ticker uh, is genuinely yeah. on another level yep. from anything that we have watched oh, yeah, this, this entire time. Dude, Ticker Even is the wild. Oh, yeah. This shit's on the Patriot in terms of being bad. Because, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, Ticker's <laughs> fucking confounding. Yeah. I, th- this is, I think, I, I actually am not sure, but... I broke some protocol and I did reach out to you about yeah. my, my feelings on Ticker. Yeah, but not really. Not really. Yeah. No, I, I still kind of respect the the, the sanctity, the sanctity of yeah. holding off until 
until you know we're until marriage. Yeah. <laughs> until we're live on air. Yeah. Um, but I I did kind of have to just be like, dude. Which is it's the first time you've done this since Out for Justice. Is it? That's what I thought. I didn't know if maybe there was one I'd forgotten. Yeah. But I know I did it for Out for Justice. Um, but yeah, this movie fucking. I don't even want to say it blows. Because that's not right. That's not the right word. It's not the right word. It's <laughs> So when I think of, like, what are some of the worst movies I've ever seen, I don't go to, like, The Room or whatever. Right. Well, I mentioned this last week. I think The Room is on a different level than well, Bad. Yeah, like, and, the, and, the Room kind of transcends. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the reputation. Like, when I think worst movies I've ever seen, um, the most recent Medea. Okay. <laughs> Medea's, like, family funeral or whatever. Yeah. Um, horrible yeah. just it, ridiculous <laughs> yeah. just an absolutely fucking insane piece of art to exist right um that's like it right now it's like really all that's the only one coming to mind yeah um there's a direct-to-dvd movie that was called 10 minutes gone mm-hmm. with bruce willis and michael chiklis i tried to watch and i uh, couldn't finish yeah I, I think i've seen grown-ups too that's one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my entire life i feel like i've also seen grown-ups too but i just don't remember that well that's the thing is like the real like worst movies i've ever seen are gonna be shit that i like can't remember right um and i don't know if ticker is necessarily forgettable in that same way which is why it's hard i don't think it is yeah i honestly man this is the the best time i've had watching one of these movies in, in quite a few weeks now uh, I I enjoyed watching Titcher. I I mean Ticker. It I mean it's I mean of course it sucks. No, I, I I get what you're saying. I just like I I mean I kind of dug Ticker, dude. <laughs> because you're absolutely right. This is like on, on on a fundamental level. It is bad in like awful. every way. I mean, like there it's I, awful. I think dude. every shot is in focus. <laughs> I mean, that, I, again, even just like the ADR is awful, and like because that's the first thing that struck me in the movie. I was like, "Wow, this sounds like shit." Everything about it sucks. Yeah, and, and I really do think that if we're I'm like pulling out elements, basic elements of like making a movie, mm-hmm. the ticker does not fuck up. Yeah, everything's in focus. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's that's one it has over the room. <laughs> there is uh, definitely. A series of still images comprised together quickly enough to give the illusion of movement. Right. That you can't argue. I'm kind of drawing a blank after Past hitting that. those two. Well, I really can't think of anything else Ticker does that actually succeeds at. What is going to be a horrible tragedy yeah. is that through this medium, we will not be able to convey how every performance in this movie. Oh my God. Either <laughs> absolutely fucking sucks in a kind of traditional, just land completely checked out sort of steven seagal way right or absolutely fucking sucks in some sort of like batshit insane dennis hopper way dude this this shit was like birdemic level bad yeah. at times no like um <laughs> actually one thing i wanted to look up is if um Nas, who does make an appearance on this film yeah um has acted in other things yeah because he's not doing so hot here. <laughs> I mean, nobody is good in this movie. Because yeah, there are seasoned actors, again, with Dennis Hoffers in this movie. And, ho- and he's not, well, aside from his Irish accent, which I would put in, like, quotes or put, like, a little question mark. <laughs> it's like Steven's Italian after. accent. <laughs> well, Steven's Italian accent, at least, like, I knew was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Hopper goes like from in the same way, like completely. It's just not there to like a hundred percent. Like it's powerful, but it is very rare. So rarely a hundred percent. And the first time he started doing it, he has. We're gonna, we'll get into it, but he's in the IRA. Right. I guess that's barely acknowledged. I mean, it's acknowledged yeah. and then dropped. Yeah. But when he starts speaking in, in, to one of his henchmen who has a at least natural sounding mm-hmm. thick Irish accent. I thought he was just making fun of his henchmen. <laughs> I thought I thought he was just being a dick. Yeah. And then as like the rest of the scene continues and he keeps kind of picking the accent up and then dropping it, I was like, does this guy not know when to just stop the bid? Yeah, and and so um, I, I this will bring up to like one of the things I want to mention because it's not gonna it's not gonna really lend itself too well to talking about as we like kind of chronologically go through the movie but like ever so often like Dennis, uh, Dennis Hopper's character in this is I guess an IRA member who is blowing shit up that's mm-hmm. his, that's his thing he's a terrorist he's blowing things up everywhere yes. and uh, but there's a, a, quite a few scenes or like snippets of scenes that last for maybe two or three seconds where they play this like um, like really intense, like ambient, like Irish folk it's, music beneath him. Yeah, it's vocals and sense. It, vocals and, and sense. And they do it a good amount through the movie. They do. It kills me every time. <laughs> it, it, it got me every it single so time. It's so fucking dramatic. <laughs> it's like, unbelievable. I, I don't even know. I mean, it, it would be like, if it was in a movie about like the potato famine, people, <laughs> people would be like, okay. They're laying it on a little <laughs> thick. Yeah. <laughs> Ticker. All right. Dude, I love Ticker. Yeah, let's get into Ticker, man. All right. Let's tick off. Um, Let's get ticked. Let's just... So... (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. Walk us through. Well, I mean, the opening. (laughs) We we start off at 100 here. We start off at 100. um, Start off... We're talking senators, baby. Oh, I was so, so relieved that we got to the senator right away in this We're one. We're talking senators. There's a senator being held hostage, <laughs> yep. and uh, they want $100 million or they're going to kill the senator. Yep. And, I mean, right off the bat, they drop us in with this, like, police chief negotiator dude who is one of the worst actors I've seen. Just period. It's unbelievable, I mean, man. it really is yeah. like a Birdemic level. Yeah. Just like. That's the only thing I could compare it to is Birdemic because like the, the true just like did they find this guy on the street level it, acting in this yeah. movie. It, it's it's kind of like, um, I mean, it, it's the sort of thing you just don't see that often. Yeah. Because like we aren't watching those types of movies that often. Like, no, we just aren't. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like, um, and it's so weird to see that shit, honestly, even in a movie with, like, fucking Steven Seagal, at yeah. least in the year 2001. Yeah, and hey, something terrifying about this movie is Steven does not feel elevated above this acting. Like, Steven feels... I would... Mm, I would just, maybe just barely. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, on par with a lot of it, but yeah. then there's, like, this fucking, fucking police Oh, yeah, well, this guy's a different like, breed. Yeah. There's, there's some stuff in here that, that like... Steven shines. Yeah. It, I mean, I, I would argue that it's... Well, this is really the perfect movie for Steven. Because everybody else sucks shit. Yeah. The movie sucks shit. And he's... I uh, do not believe he is dragging it down. 
Yeah. Because like there's nothing for him to drag down. Yeah, he couldn't have taken this anywhere but up. I, a, a good thing that we always say is like, you know, would somebody else in this role have elevated this movie? It's nope. almost always true. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like literally. Yeah. I think if you put somebody more. <laughs> Uh, respectable in that role, it would just make it worse because it would just be sadder. Yeah, oh god, it would be so depressing. <laughs> like imagine watching Ticker with like a fucking like Schwarzenegger. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I feel uh, yeah. I don't want to think about that. That's like seeing Al Pacino and Jack and Jill, <laughs> <laughs> or De Niro and Dirty Grandpa. It's uh, it's it's something that we don't want to think about. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> and the bomb squad's en route. Because there's sure also are. a bomb. Yeah, the ticker squad. Or the, ticker, the, uh, the device squad. The device squad. We'll yep. get to that later. Yeah. Um, and there's a bomb in the basement. And Steve's leading the, the bomb squad. Lieutenant Frank Glass. <laughs> a pretty good one. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, he, it, it's all up to him to, to stop this bomb. And there's like all these... SWAT people. There's people from like every federal agency. There's dudes with like FBI on their jacket, ATF, uh, what, DEA guys. When this shit was getting started, I, I like, I couldn't, my brain just couldn't fire. Like there was no, like, there was nothing my brain could draw back to to think what's going on here. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> um, I, I did, uh, Re- have to reach out to you and be like, "Hey, just so you know, <laughs> yeah, this, this is, is really the, full the movie. version of Ticker." <laughs> because I, yeah, I mean, it starts out wild. Yeah. Steven, who we're pretty used to getting these like overly like, "Hey guys, remember Steven? Yeah. Good news, he's in the movie." Yep. Kind of intros. It, the movie's just like, "Where's the Bob Squad?" And Steven's just like there. Yeah. Steven's and, in. It, Steven's doing work from the moment we see him in this movie. Well, and the movie just, like, drops him in. He, they don't give him any sort of an introduction. I, get, no. I mean, I guess, like, the literal, like, where's the bomb squad? And it's Steve's yeah. there. But <laughs> Yeah. But there's no, like, it, heroic, like, music underneath of him where it's just, like, again, like, last week. And I don't even want to think about the movie last week. But, um, you know, but some, that's something we will get sometimes. You know, you get, like, triumphant or, like, cool music. And I think even Out for Justice had that. Oh, where, yeah. Where oh, it's just God. like, aha, see? It's your hero. Your next snapping hero. Yeah. Um, but not so the much The eye gouger here. himself. The eye gouger himself. Man. Yeah. He, he, there's this... Somebody in the, uh, you know, just advancing SWAT team sees a shooter on the roof of this building where the senator's <laughs> hostage. And like, we've got a shooter. And so this gun fight happens. Yeah. That is... I, I mean... In, I can't even think of the right word. Yeah. I mean, it is just unintelligible. Yeah. Incomprehensible. <laughs> it is, is bombastic. It the, is bodacious. <laughs> it, it looks like the there's like, again, it's a gunfight happening while all the SWAT guys are outside and then the terrorists are inside and they're just like shooting at each other through all the windows the SWAT team's just open firing on these windows the hostages are running around and the SWAT guys are just shooting in there it it doesn't like give you any idea of you know like who's who what's going on with these hostages Um, what's the deal with the senator i mean because we got to know about the senator this, this is a gall movie I that's mean, true we, got... we don't know what happened well actually i guess we do know what happens to the senator. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah steven gets down into the basement and he's diffusing a bomb um but it was too easy and steven's like it was a decoy but he's too late and it blows up and it kills everybody 
everybody inside, including the senator. I hate to see it. And um, most movies that would open like this would have that be relevant. Mm-hmm. Maybe have there be some sort of a thing where Steven's like, I can't defuse bombs anymore, but they got to bring them back, yep. you know, because he's the best. And he's like, I don't do that anymore, man. That, that, and, that could um, have been a thing that happened, absolutely. Later in the movie, there's a part where him and uh, Tom Sizemore is Ray Nettles, who's like maybe the ostensible lead of the movie. Yeah. Him and Steve might be, you could argue, like co-leads, but I think Sizemore is the real, like... The movie He's rem- top build. Well, yeah. Steven gets an and credit. He does so get an and. Steven. Yeah. But um, they're like bonding over their shared tragedies. And the tragedy that Steven uses isn't the beginning. It's not. Like, no. Steven was unaffected by this. Yeah. So, I mean, it has no purpose. It really doesn't. Um, I mean, <laughs> and let me tell you, the, the shift in tone after this is, is also immense. Because it shifts to San Francisco a year later, and the music's like very upbeat, and it's like very quick and snappy, and um, they they dwell on this. This scene exists, I guess, only to establish Dennis Hopper as a bad guy. Um, the beginning, you mean? The beginning. Uh, I yeah, I guess. Because like, I I guess it's like we know who he is sort for of. the rest of the movie. At least we know he exists, and when he comes back, they don't have to explain to us that he's a bad guy. I guess. But, so you're referring to how at the end of the that opening, there's this very weird shot that's like somebody, and you can't tell it's Dennis Hopper, mm-hmm. walking down like some hallway, and he's doing a bad version of singing that reach out and touch somebody, which he does throughout the whole movie. <laughs> he does that a whole lot. For yeah. some reason. It's calling card uh, to yeah. himself. But that doesn't, like, you don't know that's Dennis Hopper. I thought that the, I, maybe I'm imagining things. I thought that we saw Dennis Hopper, like, in the room with the senator. At some point, I don't think that's true. I they talk. I about could be making it up. They, but... they say, and I wrote it down. Yeah, they say that it was um, Milos, a Balkan terrorist. He's already killed three terror or hostages, and now he's rigged a bomb in the basement. Maybe I've conflated two scenes. I could have swore I saw him in that in that the first part of the movie. But maybe I might be, I might be conflating it because we do just cut to a year later, and we're I mean, we, pretty much right back with Dennis Hopper. We cut to a year later, <laughs> and I could not. And we're not even going to be able to do like justice to the insanity that is Ticker. Yeah. Um, we cut back in and we're introduced to Tom Sizemore, and he's a, you know a cop or he's like a uh, detective that's kind of in the doghouse. Mm-hmm. And him and his partner Nas are having just like one of the worst fucking conversations I've ever heard in a movie. I mean, I I, I wrote down uh, the lines. Please. I'm going to do a, a little dramatic reading. Yeah, implore the listeners. So Tom Sizemore, or um, <clears throat> Nas is like telling Tom Sizemore that he's got to try and you know get his his badge back so he can become a detective again. Because I guess he's like, well, I think he's still a detective because they tell they say later he's like narcotics. Yeah. So I guess he was like maybe homicide. He's trying to get back to homicide. Yeah. But he's like, you know, you gotta get it together if you're gonna get your badge back or something that doesn't make sense yeah and uh tom sizemore's like i don't know maybe i don't even want it back and nas says so that's it you're just gonna let your demons win and tom sizemore goes what demons to which nas replies what demons he says only the ones that's been eating you up 
That's how this movie wants like, it's like Dicker, man. <laughs> to let us know that Tom Sizemore is a tortured cop, you know, and he's got a dark past. Yeah. Demons. What demons? It, <laughs> it's Dicker, man. Yeah, there are any good words <laughs> to just describe the laziness. I mean, it's just pretty apparent. They 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 don't even try. I mean, the movie's all about just telling. Um, oh God, yeah. <laughs> Stevens and uh, the bomb squad, and uh, he's like, I don't even know what he's doing. He's just like looking something up on the computer. Yeah. He gets like an alert, like a, a push notification. It's like 500 pounds of Semtex is believed to be an IRA possession. And so we're like, oh, well, I guess that's that's the movie. Yep. And then Tom Sizemore and Nas, they're going to go get a drink. That's what is established earlier. And then the next time we see them, they're just like standing by some wire fence uh, outside this like warehouse. And even the fucking pro- like production, like the actual mise-en-scene of the whole thing looks so fucking cheap and shitty. We're outside this warehouse that like, I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's like, uh, it, it looks, and I know it's not because they run into that building, but it looks like it's like a picture of an entrance to like a warehouse yeah. that they've got people standing outside of, not even like green screened. It just looks like shit. Oh, yes, yeah, bad. Um, and he sees these two people run into the warehouse and they're like, well, it's a little bit late for them to be running into that warehouse. Maybe we'll uh, just go check it out. And they just fucking run in. Yeah. Just hogs out. Yeah. They're like, some shit's going down here. We're, we're on it. Dennis Hopper is there of course um, yeah <clears throat> and this might be the scene i was complaining with at the beginning i don't know but dennis hopper's in there dennis then... hopper is in there jamie presley's there yep some other dudes um tom sizemore like she she just like runs into him yeah pretty much and just like <laughs> he's running through there she's running the other way they like bump into each other and he grabs her and he is a cop and um dennis hopper shows up and him and one of his bad guys have like guns on tom sizemore and him the police officer uh, uses this woman like as a hostage, points a gun at her head, and is like, put the guns down or I'll kill her. Yeah, pretty good. And it has not even been 15 minutes. Yeah. We're like, this is, we're just off, getting off the ground at this point, man. Yeah. Nas gets blasted. He does. Um, Very and, sad. And his dying words are, Ray, those demons inside you, let them go, Ray, before it's too late. Well, and I don't know if um, I don't know if you've ever seen or are like particularly aware of like the the Neil Breen film Fateful Findings. No, I haven't seen it. Um, well, there's a, there's a pretty famous scene in that movie where like Neil's friend commits suicide, and he like finds the friend, and he does this whole like I cannot believe you committed suicide. I can't, but like really lazily like. And that's what this scene kind of reminded me of when Nas was dying, and he's he's doing his whole like Don't die on me. God damn it! Don't die on me. Hey. Hey. Come on. Hey. Come on now. Don't die on me. Nah. Come on. I mean, every fucking performance in this movie is like that. I mean, yeah, Tom Mr. Sizemore is, is quite bad in this movie. He is, he is atrocious uh, in this movie. He really is. And maybe the reason Steven seems good is because it's just like Steven. Yeah, he, there's like a, there's, a, there's something, uh, consistent something constant about steven in this movie so where it's like we knew what we were getting into with him it's everybody else that really takes you so off guard in this movie because um, i'm used to seeing a few people you know 
I feel like we can usually point to one or two names in one of these movies where it's like, you know, he, re- he or she really gave it their all in this one. Yeah. You know? No, um, you definitely get like a... You get a Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. You know, you get a, you get a Pam Greer. You get, a, you get like a decent actor that puts in a decent performance. Not in Ticker. Not in Ticker. Not even close nope. in Ticker. Yeah. Um, so Dennis Hopper's crazy. Um, we, you can assume he's in the IRA because of his bad Irish accent <laughs> yep. and the whole Simtex thing. Um, they arrest Jamie Presley and they like, uh, they find a bracelet she's got where it's like made from detonator wire. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, <laughs> Which is just great. It's awesome. Yeah. They, they, uh, they send Tom Sizemore to go to the bomb squad to, I guess, have them look at the bracelet. And uh, you get just another scene, perhaps the pinnacle of the entire movie in terms of just shit that we could not even, like, do justice. The <laughs> Everything about this. I mean, this lady, he, he goes down there and there's, like, uh, I, hold on. Her actual name is Bev, the bomb squad secretary. Yeah. And um, she's good, doing good this. Old Bev. She's doing this bit as he's walking in there. The bit's supposed to be that she's sitting there on the phone having this like really explicit conversation, but they don't even write it very well. Right. She's, like, she basically just keeps saying, and we were making out, right? And well, we were making out. And what we were doing, right, was making out. Yeah, we were, ma- so we're at the concert, and yes. things are getting pretty hot and heavy because yes. we're making out. Yes, she just keeps saying they were making out over and over again. Yeah. And Tom Sizemore gets there, and he's like, hey, is this the Bob Squad? And the fucking bit that they try and do where um, this lady's like, oh, you're here. And he's like, I don't, I'm not going to be able to do it justice. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do it right. But um, <clears throat> she thinks he's the pizza man. Her response is, you're the pizza man, right? As you do. Which is Tom Sizemore in a fucking like, leather jacket. And perhaps, most importantly, he ain't got no pizza. He ain't got no, pi- no pizza anywhere he's, to be found. He's, he doesn't have a pizza. She goes, oh, you're the pizza man. And uh, he's like, no, I'm not the pizza man. And she's like, ah, I'm sorry. I just assumed. <sighs> I also like here that uh, this is something that <clears throat> I uh, I caught immediately when the scene starts is that she has like the 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 bomb disarming robot thing that they send in there I guess so that people don't have to disarm the bomb she has it like pouring her coffee and uh, I saw this at the I saw this at the beginning of the scene and, and and I didn't recognize exactly what was pouring the coffee I just saw this fucking robot robot arm pouring this coffee and I'm like what the fuck is going on in this movie dude. <laughs> There's still a good. That's still a good question. Yeah. Um, but we got to wrap up this. Uh, this mom. Uh, I spoiled it. <laughs> yeah, I spoiled well, I, it. I guess it's a genuinely good gag. Um, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's, I, I like it. The pizza man thing is awful. I did, like offensive. Um, it was written by Paul B. Margulies. Yeah. Um, what were you doing, Paul? He belongs in prison. Yeah. We'll sentence him at the end of the episode. Um, But at the end of the phone call, she's like, um, I don't remember what she fucking says, but she's like, oh, sorry, mom, I'll get back to it. 
and it's kind of funny, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty uncomfortable. Yeah, but I think it's a good bit. It's it's in this movie, we'll take it. Yeah, and then we get like the plot of the movie, mm-hmm. which is <clears throat> really just that Dennis Hopper wants them to let Jamie Presley go, so he keeps threatening to blow stuff up if they don't let her go. Yeah, and. That's pretty much the whole movie. Yeah, that's is, that's Tigger. Is them being like, we won't let her go, and then he blows something up, and they're like, fuck. Shit, he keeps doing and the then, thing he says he's going to do. Yeah, and um, so, well, you know, we'll just, we'll just pull some, some stuff out through it, you know? Yeah, well, that scene where they introduce the plot of the entire movie is where we really get into Dennis Hopper's uh, Irish accent for the first time. And yeah, that's boy, when was, I thought he was just making fun of his henchmen. And boy, was that exciting, right? That yeah. He does this whole, uh, they're, they're painting their Sistine Chapel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he kisses the air and he says, I, you know, we're, we're great artists and we have to paint whether or not we have our muse. Mm-hmm. Kisses the air. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, and um, Tom Sizemore goes to see Steven and Steven's just sassy as hell. Oh yeah, man. He's, um, we say the title of the movie. In this we scene? do. Yeah. Well, he says the title of the movie a lot. Steven's yeah. constantly just calling bombs tickers. <laughs> yeah, that's why they. I. That's the trivia for today. They had to name the movie that because Steven wouldn't stop saying it. <laughs> the movie was supposed to be called Bomb Squad, but Steven made such a big deal about how you weren't. Steven ad lib that you aren't supposed to say Bomb Squad. Yeah, yeah and they're like, shit, again. God damn it, Steven. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, they, they blow up a bar. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm jumping around. Yeah, I don't know. I I think Stephen did some did some good bits with the with the the Semtex bracelet and be like, this is a dangerous lady. This is, <laughs> this is a dangerous bracelet for a dangerous lady and all that. And, um. Oh yeah, he says. Uh, he, he says with regard to the to the Semtex bracelet, he said, uh, "You can you can bet she's into some nasty shit, brother." That's what uh, yeah, that's what Steven he's says. Same brother a lot in this one. Yeah, man, it's my favorite part about if Steven in this one. I, I think it it's the lot. it's one of the only things that he has added to his uh, to his shtick that I've enjoyed throughout the whole fifteen it, episodes. I do like the the brother. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, it's maybe the only humanizing thing I've ever seen Steven do in one of these movies. Well, so Tom Sizemore's <laughs> driving around, and then we get like a voice, and I guess it would be like over a dispatch or maybe i don't really know there's just a female voice that just sort of comes out of nowhere and is like nettles i've got that info for you and just knows where dennis hopper is supposed to be that he's at this bar mm-hmm. and is that supposed to be the pizza lady i mean like it, it's ticker baby who knows <laughs> and this happens throughout the entire movie so he'll just be like driving and then this voice will just be like Tom Sizemore. I know where the next scene's going to take place, and then he just goes there. And you need to get their stats. Yeah, it's like how do they? How do they know? They don't know who Dennis Hopper is. So like, how are they? Like at this stage of the movie, none of them know who this bad dude is. They just know him as a voice on the phone. So when she's like, "We've got word that the bad guy of the movies in this bar." Yeah. It's, um, it is the middle of the day when Dennis Hopper is in this bar mm-hmm. planting this bomb. There's just this woman in a small black dress that's just like totally cool with him hitting on her. Yeah. In the middle of the day. Yeah, like two in the afternoon. Yeah, it's like two in the afternoon. This lady's, <laughs> lady's like putting on this little tiny black number. I'm just gonna be like, oh, go. You know. I mean, hey, if you you know if you got the day off and you want to get some free drinks from creepy old men from Dennis Hopper. From Dennis Hopper. Yeah. yeah. 
like I mean, yeah, do what you gotta do, but <clears throat> unfortunately, she uh, she meets her demise. She does meet her demise. She gets blown up. Um, the like blast zone, the damage for this bar being blown up, massive, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it. This like huge pile of rubble. It's like underneath a bridge. All of a sudden. <laughs> Like, the establishing shots of the bar, no bridge in sight. The shots of the fucking rubble, just like you'd see this. It's like underneath a bridge. <sighs> ticker. Hey, man, it's Ticker. It's Ticker, baby. Yeah, and there's this dude who's really, he just fucking hates Tom Sizemore for no reason. Oh, yeah, the fucking homicide cop. Yeah. I love him. He, he is great. <laughs> he just has hate in his heart. He He's, really does. Like, Tom Sizemore really does nothing wrong. He basically just wants to investigate the death of his partner. Yeah. And this dude's just like. He's really just trying to help. The, why don't you back the fuck off? <laughs> Every time you show your face, there's some fucking disaster. Which isn't really true. That's really I mean, not. unless they're referring to uh, his partner, his partner getting, getting shot. shot. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Um. It's yeah. real good. Yeah, you get the part where he calls, uh, where Tom Sizemore calls it a bomb, and Steven's like, "Hey, we say device around here. Yeah, like, hey, look, you don't man. say the B word because B sounds like boom. You say device. Yeah, I'm like." Detonator. You gotta be zen. Yeah. Steven's real into the zen shit in this movie. This is, oh, uh, I mean, he is in most of the movies, but like he is, he, it's it's the only thing about his character in this movie, basically. There's, um, well, first off, I wanted to say, um, this movie, because everything about it sucks shit. Mm. And so it's kind of just like poorly shot, or at the very least edited, um, to where it's hard to like, Sometimes it even the simplest scenes tell what's going on and you don't get a lot of just like good looks at people. <laughs> but um felt like Steven was looking a little big. He sits a lot in this movie. He is sitting down for a lot of the movie, although he gets yeah. an action scene at the end. He does. I was I, I was honestly surprised. I was too. Yeah. I was too. Um and it's been thirty minutes into the movie yeah. at this point. <laughs> Dude thirty d- minutes. Tigger is wild. Um he goes to interrogate Jamie Presley, and this is where we find out why he was so tortured at the beginning, you know? Because remember, he's got those demons. Yeah, and let me say, you man. remember the demons? I remember the demons, man. The, the ones that have been eating him up, you mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the very same. Yeah. Uh, look, man, I've seen, a lot of, I've seen a lot of movies in my day. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with this many bombs in it. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of bombs. <laughs> and uh, as, we're, as we get into the backstory here... I was like, R- really? His, fa- <laughs> his family died from a car bomb. Yeah. <laughs> really? And, and it doesn't, like, become relevant. Like, there's, there's this movie sets up, and again, I mean, maybe it really is that they just took it from, from Albert Pune, and, you know, that, like, his original version at least utilized all this. Yeah. But the movie sets up, <clears throat> like a tr- possible trauma bomb related trauma for Steven. Yep. And then this bomb related trauma for Tom Sizemore. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie Presley has bomb related trauma. Yeah. I mean, again, I've never seen a movie with just this like, many bombs. In it's it. just like about bombs. Yeah. And my point is like, Tickers. In theory, you know, you take that movie and it's about, I don't know, but like anything. And the bombs are like a, symbol and they represent something greater you know like i mean it would be a little bit 
too simple, but it could be a movie about just violence. I don't know. Yeah. But like generally you have something like that and it's going to be like all these people have been shaped by random acts of violence, whatever. But it really is that the movie is just about bombs. Yeah. It's just like yeah, dude, that, about that's, the that's existence no of bombs. Yeah. Uh, but so we get this flashback where we find out that Tom Sizemore's family is blown up at a car bomb. And you correct me if I'm wrong, but they don't tell us who did the bombing. No. Or why they did the bombing. Um, yeah. Perhaps the greatest surprise of all in Ticker is the lack of a surprise that it was Dennis Hopper who did the bomb. Yeah. Uh, An incredibly obvious twist that at least would have made some sense. At least it would have made things relevant. Mm -hmm. Um, But so in this scene, it's basically his wife and kid walking to the car. Yep. Taking their sweet, sweet time. Yeah. They look back and air kiss him like seven (laughs) times. This kid constantly just turning around and waving. And um, with all due respect to this child actor, yeah, um, did he look creepy as hell to you, bro? He was. A little, he was a, they both looked a little creepy in that scene, to be honest. That kid looks like a doll. That kid looks like a doll that made a wish. He <laughs> fucking every time that kid's on screen, he looks and he smiles and waves. I was like, is this supposed to be like, <laughs> like horrifying? Yeah, is this supposed to be like? the traumatic memory version of what happened or a literal flashback? Or is this supposed to represent... This is supposed to be that the kid after the bomb blew up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that kid just about his eyes. Yeah. He's just, like, fucking... Yeah, his face is... Eyes. His face is, like, really, like, colorless and lifeless, and mm-hmm. he just turns back and... Looks like a doll. Oh, man, it's pretty spooky. It is spooky. You're right, actually. I didn't know... I didn't really, like, register it, like, when I was watching it, but, like, thinking back on that kid, he was pretty... pretty bizarre. He was a yeah, little... It was it, pretty spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm sure that's not his fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure somebody fucked that up. Yeah. Um, they made him wear some weird contacts. Yeah. Um, and then he reveals this to Jamie Presley, and then she reveals her bomb trauma. Yeah. Uh, her bombra, where... Does that make sense? Yeah. Trauma. That's good enough. Bomba. Okay. Either way. Uh, that her husband... <laughs> okay. So Jamie... <laughs> Presley's husband, he's like an architect? Right, yeah. Okay. Architect. He's an architect. And they were he was going to, like, design a school, but then he found out that they were going to build the school, and this is the exact wording that was used in the movie, a toxic waste site. They were going to build the school on a toxic waste site. Yeah, as you do. And then they killed him. <laughs> This shadowy they that was so determined to have the school built on toxic waste. Yep. Like uh, like the fucking school board took out a hit on this dude. And then that's why she's a terrorist now is because yeah. they, they killed her. they. Yeah, they killed her husband. Like, oh, my God. And then she tells this story about how she met Dennis Hopper and she's, like, too scared of him. And she doesn't give him any info here, right? She just sort of says, like, yeah, that they met at a convention, and that he was brilliant. Yeah, and she's in, she falls in love. Yeah, but then finds out he's crazy. Yeah, and now she's too scared to leave. And um, <clears throat> we get this really brilliant uh, part too, where at the end she's like really like emphasizing the story to Mister Sizemore and like touches his hand and stuff. Oh, and we yeah. get like an Arrested Development tear, no touching from him. <laughs> That's uh. 
pretty great. I was, I'm, oh, God. Don't, don't ever touch He's me. He's like, don't touch me. There's so many like little things in this movie that I just loved. Uh, like we, we kind of skipped over one with uh, at, at the bar where he was buying that girl that drink at like two in the afternoon. And she's like, what about you? Tell me about you. What are you, what, you know, who are you? And he says, uh, the whole world's going to know who I am, baby. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Uh, and even just like, she's like, like, oh, that's nice. Oh, cool. And even just like when uh, uh, Mr. Sizemore is on the way to the bar and uh, uh, the the bomb secretary tells him where Dennis Hopper is. And she's like, it's at a bar called Happy Hour. And he just goes, yeah, I know that dive. <laughs> <laughs> and like I don't know, just for some reason, all these things stuck out to me. And I just. It's all, it all adds up to the mess that is Ticker. It's, oh, um, it's, it's so good. <laughs> I think then. We might have my favorite scene coming up, actually. Oh, yeah? Steven, or Tommy Size goes to Steven and, wait, yeah, he, like, goes to see Steven. Yeah. But then Steven is the one who, like, it's like Steven summoned him. Mm -hmm. He just, like, sort of walks in and Steven's like, what do you think it would take to kind of give me all this from the beginning? And I really believed, I believed in my heart and in my soul that we were about to see a scene where he just explains the entire movie until that point <laughs> to Steven and to us. I yeah. was genuinely surprised when that is not what happened. Mm -hmm. I I was um, a little disappointed because that would have been fucking wild. Yeah. But the scene we do get actually was much better. Yeah, even wilder. Um, he takes Steven to the scene where Nas gets shot, like the actual location, not back to the scene. <laughs> I wish he yeah. had some space ball shit and showed yeah. him the movie. Um, but he takes him back to the weird warehouse set and um, they, I, I did not take the specific notes that I now wish I had. Mm -hmm. Would Are you, again, a literal question, are you able to explain what leads them to have this very intense heart-to-heart? -heart? No, I can't. I, it I can't remember like, how we get there. Yeah, because they get it, into it. It happened, I mean, they get into it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, it's just like a snap go, it's, like you snap and then he's just like, you know, Steven, I never cried when, you know, my family died. And he's telling Steven how he just never visited his family's graves. And he says the exact line, I'm afraid if I do, I'll blow my brains out. Yeah. I, I wrote that one yeah. down too. And Steven's just like, damn brother. Damn brother. I also uh, had something similar happen. I lost a bunch of guys in a sideways operation. Yeah. It's just a yeah, and and Stephen, it's not in this scene, but Stephen does this whole uh, once you free your mind, or what, is, what does he say? He's like, once you, uh, I probably have. I mean, talking about the end, no, it's it's, it's, it's it's towards the beginning, I think, or he's like, it's like you gotta let go of that fear. I, it's it's not at the end, like I because I, I know I, I know what you're talking about at the end, but um, shit, I'm not gonna be able to find it now, but um, but Stephen really gets gets into that stuff in this in this movie. It's uh. It's like it's a, pretty a good. Patriot level failure for Steven to be like comforting. Yeah. And he's just like, hey, you know, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um, but they find a matchbook for a bar card called the Jazz Cat. The Jazz Cat. And Steven <clears throat> says a line that perhaps you would disagree, and this is not confusing to you as a, a music man. Sure. But Steven does say the line, Jazz Cat, you like the blues? <laughs> Which doesn't totally add up to me. No, I don't think that totally adds up. Okay. Um, I would, you know, jazz and the blues, very, 
closely related yeah. genres. Yeah. Uh, if you got the blues, I could see you playing some jazz. Yeah. Well, and jazz musicians play the blues quite quite regularly. Maybe per- perhaps a bit more complicated than than traditional blues. They you know they add some jazz to it, of course. They uh, jazz it up. They, 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 one, one one might say that they jazz it up. Um, <clears throat> so I guess it technically could make some sense, but. Uh, <laughs> But it's a weird way of phrasing that, like <laughs> jazz cat. You got the blues. You, you like jazz. <laughs> you like jazz. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like, hey man, let's let's stick to the jazz here. Yeah. Well, then we get this scene at the jazz cat, this blues bar. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it is. They get there, and it's a blues bar. It is a blues bar. Yeah, they are playing the blues. Yeah, there is no jazz being played in there. But I mean, I guess it. Now it is possible that Stephen's a regular at the Jazz Cat, mm-hmm. and, and he knows it's ironic. He knows it's ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's a post. It's a post ironic bar. Yeah, um, here in, in San Francisco. Here's <clears throat> an, another one of those classic pieces of IMDb trivia that was probably left by another uh, better Stephen Seagal podcast. Yeah, certainly better than we could uh, ever hope. But I don't know if it's true or not. But allegedly, in this scene in the Jazz Cat. Um, actually, I'm gonna have you guess, mm. but there's somebody is one of the members of the band in disguise. What? Yes, somebody that you would be able to pull that name out of thin air. They are in the the band, not in like the entire actual sequence, but again, allegedly, I have no idea if this is true. The more I think about it, the less true I think it is. Mm-hmm. But um. Supposedly, there was somebody that was just like did some secret cameos. I guess I don't know if that would be the right word. I see. So, is it like a music, like a real life musician that's in the band, or is it like a, an actor that's in the band, or is it a member of the band, the band that's in the band? Because we've had members I know, of the band. Because that is in theory possible. I'll <laughs> yeah. tell you, it's not that very last one, but I'm okay. not going to elaborate. But You're it's a name elaborate. again that I know you could pull out. That I could pull out. Yeah. In, in relation to this show, not like you personally either. Okay. Just based on the, the world we've established in Steven Destroy. And then I will give you one last clue. Mm-hmm. Don't think too hard about it. Is it, uh, is it the dude from, from Yes? Is it Trevor Rabin? <laughs> no, that's thinking too hard about it. Oh. Is it Steven? It is Steven. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see a blues band in one of these movies... I, I do immediately think, I wonder if Steven's in there. He allegedly is. Yeah. Um, or I wonder if Steven's going to do what he literally did in Fire Down Below. Uh, I wish. Yeah. I wish he did that every time. Honestly, yeah, because we get so many opportunities for Steven to take the stage. Um, but perhaps he actually did and we missed it. But he they go to the, the blues bar, the jazz cat. Yep. And um, Steven took a, there he found the matchbook and a cigarette. And their waitress shows up, and Stephen's like, hey, you know who smokes these French cigarettes? And the waitress just knows. Yeah. She's just like, oh, yeah, I know every kind of cigarette that everybody who comes in here smokes. <laughs> yeah, duh. I'm a savant. And uh, <laughs> immediately, as soon as she points out the dude, which is one of Dennis Hopper's henchmen, as soon as she points out the dude, Tom Sizemore snaps. And he jumps up, and he's just like, freeze, motherfucker. I mean, he, he, is, he goes fucking... Zero to hundred. Yeah. As soon as she points out the dude, <laughs> he goes. Even, he goes zero to ticker. Even Steven's like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, man. Like, hey, whoa, just take it easy, man. Yeah. Um. The there's um. Oh, I didn't write it down. 
Um, what happens here? There's they, like they, a, a chase. They, I don't know, they kill him. They just shoot him, right? <laughs> That's all I oh, wrote. He, that they kill he, him. He grabs a waitress and is going to hold her hostage, and then Tom a classic Sizemore move, right? Him. Yeah, just boom, plops him. Down. Yeah, and uh, he had a bomb with him because mm-hmm. that's what he was there to do: is blow it up, I guess. And yep. Good thing that they happened to find that matchbook right at that exact moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, crazy how that happens in this movie. <clears throat> um. Steven and Tom Sizemore bond a little bit. He shows him how to, and this is, I'm not sure, fix a watch? Yeah. Set a timer to make a bomb. <laughs> Steven shows him how to make a bomb. I, yeah, who knows? Who can, um, who can say? It's kind of nice, though, to see, and, and I mean this unironically. Yeah. It is kind of nice to see Steven and another man have a little bit of bonding time. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, again, like, Steven has very little friends in these movies. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I guess yeah, like you got to really be a top notch actor. I feel like most of the time to make yourself pretend to like Steven Seagal, but, uh, well, I, I don't even argue that he, it, it seems like he likes Steven Seagal. Yeah. For whatever that's worth. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah. Again, like it's ticker baby. That is ticker. I would. I would agree with that premise. Yeah. Um, he goes to see Jamie Presley again. She spills all the beans. Yep. Tells him all about Dennis Hopper. Tells him the exact location where they are. And um, I'm, I don't think I'm going out of order here. They all show up at the hotel and it's a bomb. <laughs> Big twist. Yep. It's a bomb. <laughs> and it blows them up the hotel and everybody there. And mm-hmm. it's just sort of like, treated as like damn yeah uh, another missed opportunity uh oh yeah they they don't disarm very many bombs in this movie um no three bombs get disarmed Do yeah they, they, i guess the the jazz cat one yeah they get that one so four right yeah <clears throat> but a lot of bombs go off in this movie yes um, um this is yet another and then tom sizemore is driving around and this voice comes out of nowhere and is like suspect spotted an area maybe in the police parking lot where Dennis Hopper and his henchmen were all in the police parking lot having like a big argument and then they leave I guess because <laughs> I'm I'm, this part of the movie is all a blur to me now everything about the movie is a blur to me uh, because this movie is breakneck paced um, it is uh, this is an 80 minute movie yeah um, and so <laughs> I remember I remember that that shit happening. I remember uh, uh, Tom Sizemore talking to, I guess, this homeless lady. Yes, who he does. recites a license plate and then he smooches her. Um, I don't remember that part. You don't remember him smooching her? No. Oh, he smooches her, dude. Okay. Yeah, right before he, right before he leaves, he smooches the homeless lady. Okay. Um, because she realizes, remembers a license plate, if I remember okay. correctly. In like a thanks, lady, or like a here's yeah. your reward. <laughs> both hmm. yeah well you know it's it's, it's ticker dude it is um i don't want to skip over the part where um th- they're that guy's in that police parking lot though because he's got a bomb they like surround him in the parking lot and he holds a suitcase out the window mm-hmm. and steven kicks the front of the car so hard it deploys the airbag <laughs> And my, I'm not a car guy. My car knowledge is, like, 
closer to zero than not. Yeah. But I do believe that deploying the airbag is not just like how hard the car is hit, but how fast you're going and how quickly you stop. So the physics it would take <laughs> for Steven to hit this parked car mm-hmm. so hard the airbag deploys. It's pretty good, dude. Uh, Steven unleashes his ultimate power. Yeah. And um, then he drops the suitcase, but he's still got a gun, and he's going to shoot the cop that's evil. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Sizemore shoots the dude and saves the bad cop's life. Right. Okay, now I remember this scene. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I do remember this happening. I remember mm-hmm. Tom Sizemore saving the, the asshole cop. Yeah, and this is also after the asshole cop um, was like, how are you going to... Right? This is ap- uh, after it, right? Not before. <laughs> When the asshole cop says what? Like, um, how are you going to save or stop? I don't know. (laughs) How are you going to save the city if you couldn't even save your family? Yeah, I think that's after. I think that's after. That happened after he saved No, oh, sorry. It's before. Oh, oh, no. Him saving the the cop comes after that. that. makes sense. Yeah, because then afterwards, I think he's like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for that. Well. Well, I should never have been so mean to you. I guess you're not all bad. Um, <laughs> I guess you don't let everyone die. But then there's still another bomb in the car, and you get... And then, yeah, that bomb blows up. That bomb blows up, and there's a dude who's in there, like, trying to get... I don't even know what he's doing. He's just, like, kneeling in the car, yeah. and I guess he sees something about the bomb, <laughs> and this dude's reaction is just, oh, no. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. oh, that... That's not up. good. Yeah, he, he gets blown up. The plot of the movie is still yep. um, release Jamie Presley or I'm going to blow some stuff up. Uh-huh. That's still just all we've been doing. Yep. Uh, and she's telling... <laughs> so they're like... Um... God, they're, they're like getting bomb threats all over the city. There's this part where they go to the police chief and this dude's like, sir, we've been getting bomb threats all over the city. Your wife received one too. <laughs> like they're just calling this dude's wife, leaving her a bomb threat. Yeah. And then um, this is when we get introduced to Ice T. And I couldn't believe this. Um, I I was so excited to see Ice T because um, <laughs> I saw him and I was like, Ice-T? yeah, I was <laughs> I was a little bewildered. Um, it's definitely iced tea, though. It is definitely iced tea. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Movie needs more iced tea. He like. Why isn't he in the movie more? Yeah, it is weird, and it's also weird that he like shows up. It's establish. It establishes that he's the leader of this like, just entirely other kind of elite terrorist squad that Dennis Hopper runs. Apparently, yeah, because I believe that Dennis Hopper calls him. Yes, he calls Ice T. He's and, like, "Hey, Ice T, want to be in my movie?" Yeah, <laughs> and Ice T shows up with all these dudes, and they're like planting bombs all over the city and all over City Hall, and um, and then he just disappears. Yeah, he's like, just he doesn't there for get like a death. Second. He sets one bomb. Off. He he just disappears and he's gone. And um, I'm going to say something insane. So please, please. um, I. IMDb does not have the same credit for Ice-T as um, Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, 
late. We didn't have credits for the version of Ticket we watched. Yep. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about hey, it. Hey, don't stop asking us. Yeah. Stop the email. Stop the tweets. Yeah. Um, but on Wikipedia, Ice-T is credited as Milos, terrorist commander, um, which, if you don't recall, was the name of the terrorist commander responsible for the beginning of the movie. But that is just the Wikipedia credit. Mm-hmm. IMDb just has him as like terrorist or something like that. Hmm. Just some food for thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, then you get the end of the movie. They they let yeah. Jamie Presley go. She convinces um, Tom Sizemore that the only way they're going to save the day is if he lets her go. Yep. And they do, and they put a tracking device on her. And um, her and Dennis Hopper, Dennis Hopper picks her up and they're driving. And you get some of the most atrocious green screen. Oh, yeah, dude. This is like, this didn't would not feel out of place in like the 1940s or something. Yeah, this no, is... I mean, like, James Bond movies in the 60s looked better when they were driving. Yeah. Um, it's awful. It does not look like they were like sitting in like a fake car, like next to a fake car door. It looks like they were just sitting and even the car part is green screened on. Yeah. Um, for both of them. And it's shot super tight, just like close-ups of their faces. Um, you never get any shots of them together. And that is because, and again, I'm to be trivia. Right. Dennis Hopper never interacted with Jamie Presley on set. Um, or Steven, I mean, I don't think he shares any scenes with Steven Seagal or Tom Sizemore, but he didn't interact with them either. But him and Jamie Presley did film this scene separately. Uh-huh. And apparently Dennis Hopper worked for one day. That's wild. <clears throat> it, it makes perfect sense, oh, I mean, particularly yeah, with it, that green screen. It is perhaps the only thing that could make that green screen at least, like, understandable. Yeah, explainable. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly not excusable, <laughs> but it at least is, like, okay, I understand why this has happened. Yeah. Uh, that's bizarre. I mean, I mean, I love the idea of Tom Hopper. Uh, uh, what did I just okay. say? <laughs> I'm listening. The idea of Tom Hopper? Tom Sizemore and Dennis Hopper's celebrity couple name? Dennis Hopper. I like the idea of Dennis Hopper getting there and uh, <laughs> just, like, refusing to work with anybody on set, like like Apocalypse Now. Like, <laughs> like he's like, well, I saw Brando do this once. So I'm going to get there and refuse to film any scenes with my co-stars. And uh, <laughs> that's what I want to believe happened. Okay. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I like to believe that Dennis Hopper just, like, refused to film with Steven or anybody else because he just <laughs> didn't want to. Like, I, that he just was so out of it for this movie that he was just like, fuck this. You guys got me for 24 hours. Make it work. Well, the whole thing, um, suppo- again, IMDb, but supposedly the entire movie was shot in 12 days. Yeah, I would believe it. Um, Steven was on set for six. I would Dennis believe Hopper it. Dennis Hopper had his one. <laughs> yep. I mean, I this movie, it's like not much time could have been put into this movie. No, it's, yeah. I mean, it, I feel like you could say the movie took 12 days, and that would include, like, post and pre-production. Yeah. Like, the movie was written in a couple hours that morning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really does feel like, uh, oh, shit, I forgot this project's due tomorrow. <laughs> I forgot that we were shooting today. Yeah. I better, like, write the rest of my movie. Yeah. And then they were editing it, like, 
on set as they were shooting. Um, I could see it. Yeah. Um, Ticker, man. Yeah. Um, but Jamie Presley gets out to make a, a call. Basically, mm-hmm. she's going to make like her last threat. Yeah. And um, there was a bomb in Dennis Hopper's car that somehow <laughs> she put in there. My man's always got bombs on him. But she sets it off. She sure does. So, I mean, I don't know how she did that. She just went straight from the police station to um, Dennis Hopper's car. Maybe the bracelet? Maybe. I don't know. Well, I don't know, because Hopper always calls that phone before setting the bombs off, so I feel like or, or so I feel like there's like a... That's how they set them off, right? They like dial a number and that He's like... Not, he doesn't call anybody um, for that bar. Damn, you're right. I don't know then. <laughs> Maybe yeah. she just knew that that was one of the bombs that goes off by... <laughs> calling it i don't know but she does she calls and dennis hopper's like i don't actually think there's a connection between the (laughs) call could very well be the case yeah and then it turns out she's the bad guy yeah she's been the bad guy the whole time been the mastermind real kaiser soze here yeah well you can't say that dylan why not because you don't talk about canceled people on this podcast yeah absolutely we only talk about good wholesome celebrities on this podcast (laughs) like tom size yeah um, who I don't know if he's done something bad, but I just kind of feel like he. Well, has. he was in Ticker. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it's not I, in I and of itself really, a reason. Yeah. I haven't gone on his Wikipedia page because I don't want to know. Yeah. Um, we want we want to be able to hold Tom Sizemore to high like, esteem. I don't, want to, I don't even want to have to know. I don't even want to have to have it in my brain, Tom. Yeah. Um. So they're gonna. She's gonna blow up City Hall. Right. Because they. They, City Hall, killed her husband so they could build a school. Um, they were so desperate to give all those kids cancer. Um, and there was like a fucking Halloween party going on at City at Hall. At City Hall, as you do. Yeah, as you do. It's the, they, when in the monthly Halloween party at City Hall. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, at no point, and again, like, what would, how could you have expected this? But, but of course, at no point in this movie is it established that Halloween is is coming is around the corner yeah. there is no decorations anywhere <laughs> there is no like setting the stage for yeah. a halloween party and, and, and while i'm not gonna be like you know we don't really go uh, like a cinema sins mode on these movies you know yeah we have plenty yeah. more to complain about without yeah. needing to do that well, i just don't want to be a dick you know i get it yeah and on one hand it's we would equally complain if the movie was just constantly like Happy Halloween, Tom Sizemore, and making weird Halloween references. Yeah. Like fucking hard to kill in the Oscars. Yeah. But at the same time, mm-hmm. and, and this Halloween party has no relevance on the movie. No. Uh, as soon as yeah, the action starts, it just sort of, we forget about it. Yeah. But it still is so weird that like, because without like setting that up, when the movie's like, um, they're going to blow up City Hall. And then it ca- cuts to, like, these people, like, getting trashed at a Halloween party. Yeah. I just can't follow that connection. And I'm like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because the normal editing response would be to cut to City Hall. But clearly this isn't City Hall. Yeah. This is some frat house yeah. on Halloween. Yeah. But, but, no, this is uh, this is City Hall in San Francisco, yes. California. Now, another crazy thing about Ticker is that part of um, – the, the like it getting taken by the studio and it not being finished is that they just used a bunch of footage from movies they already owned and cut that in. That's crazy. 
Um, That's maybe the craziest thing I've heard so far in one of these episodes. And, and that is like up there with like Pune disowning it. That's pretty confirmed. Yeah. Uh, but they just added in all this extra footage. And I don't know a lot of the specifics of what's taken from other movies, mm-hmm. but I could see that like Halloween shit being taken from some other movie. And they were just like, let's just say this is City Hall. <laughs> it's like, fuck it. This is City Hall. But, um, and I mean, we are already at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, Steven shows up. He's looking for the bomb. And there's a bunch of dudes and he beats them up. Yep. It's not particularly gross. You get some arm breaking. But for the most part, Pretty it's, the mill. it's yeah. as lame and uninspired as everything else in Ticker. Yep. Um, Tom Sizemore is looking for a bomb, and he finds Jamie Presley with one. Yeah. And he's this scene's awesome. He's like, he's like, please don't make me do this. Put your hands in the air. Come on. And she's just refusing. Yeah. I, I, wrote, I wrote it all down. It's okay. it's great. Uh, right, yeah, I, I think away. I think that this is I think this is everything he says. I was just <laughs> note by note just just going down what he says because again this is like room tier acting as well. Like the, I mean there is just nothing to this. The performances in this movie, I <clears throat> they're unbelievable. It really is. So he goes, "Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this. Put your hands in the air, Claire. Come on." Put your hands in the air now. And then he punches the shit out of her. <laughs> he just punches her in the face so hard it knocks her out. Yeah. And then that is a rap on Jamie Preston. She's out of the <laughs> yeah, movie. That's it. She's down for the fucking count, that dude. Gone. She's done. Yeah. That's it. Bye, Jamie Presley. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, he's basically whines to Steven. Steven has to walk him through how to defuse the bomb. And Steven's... Um, Steven's advice here. And this is when Steven goes full Zen master. Yeah. He really uh, teaches Tom Sizemore not just how to defuse a bomb, but how to defuse his demons. Um, do you have it written down? I mean, I wrote down a couple of the lines. I got some of it too. Yeah. I, I, my favorite by far is when he's telling him how to defuse. Because I didn't. this is before he actually starts getting into the nitty gritty of how to yes, defuse the like bomb. Prepping. He's prepping him. So I thought this was his advice. I thought his advice for, hey, Steven, how do I defuse this bomb? His def- his advice is, you just have to feel it. Yeah. Um, and Which if you aren't... kind of fundamentally his advice. Yeah. He's like, if you aren't too attached to living and dying, you won't be nervous. Death is just another stage on the playground. Um, and, and he also says the line... The way you'll be able to feel, or sorry, the way you'll be able to learn how to feel is coming to know the nature of your mind. Yeah. But essentially his advice is just like, you have to (laughs) accept you're going to die. Yeah. Defuse this bomb. Yeah, be cool with it. Yeah. He makes Tom Sizemore come to terms with his own death, and then basically he defuses the bomb. Yeah. And the the, the way the rhythm of this climax goes is he walks Tom Sizemore through defusing the bomb, and Tom Sizemore's like, yes, I did it. And, you know, everything's cool. And Steven's just like, good, because I've got another bomb up here. <laughs> and she's like, oh, we're doing it again. Yeah. And we look inside this bomb, and there's like 15 wires in there. And Steven's like, what am I going to do with all these wires? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it is, and you might not have had the same reaction, but I found it very relaxing. 
because yeah. there's no dialogue. There's very little music. It's really just yeah. Steven, like, oh, kind of... there's just these cuts of these shots of Steven's face, and he's just got, like, a flashlight yeah. next to his face. He's like, or it's just him playing with wires and stuff. It was, yeah. like, some visual ASMR. It's very relaxing. <laughs> yeah, it was me. pretty chill. Just to watch him, like, kind of fiddle around with his wires. I was literally like, I wonder if there's videos on YouTube of dudes just, like... Yeah. I don't know. Playing with wires. Well, it, Maybe it, doing some woodworking. That's what it's like. It's just like if, if we had, like, a live feed ridiculously close to Steven's face of him just like like building a chair yeah. in his in his workshop. It, there is no tension in Steven defusing this bomb. Because he's, he's Steven. You know he's going to do it. Yeah, but you know? hey, remember the beginning of the movie? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. It would be crazy if that was like literally relevant at all to the entire movie. It would be. Well, maybe it is because Ice T, and we didn't realize it. <laughs> maybe. <yeah. laughs> um, and so Stephen defuses the bomb, and then Tom Sizemore just like shows up on the roof. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Stephen gets us like the final lines as he's telling Tom Sizemore to go see his dead family, and he's like, "Go on, man. They'll listen. Uh, love never dies, and neither do they. Love is eternal, and that's a long time." <laughs> And then Finn. And, and then Ticker's over. And then Ticker is over. O-V-E-R. That's Ticker. That's Ticker. And what a ride it was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I gotta tell you, man, I really needed a Ticker after last week. Yeah, I would agree. I think that it's definitely better to have at least that variety. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hated Ticker. I mean, look, Ticker sucks. I loved Ticker. I dude. hated Ticker. I, oh, I man. Really, I, I needed Ticker. I did not enjoy it. I would still accept, like, we needed Ticker, but I yeah. I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. That's what I loved so much about it. It's, I loved the just insanity of Ticker, man. Like, this is... You don't get them like this, man. This is, this is something else. And I can appreciate something <clears throat> as... Uh, uh, when something is this bad, I mean, when something's this bad, it's just like I, I kind of have to take some amount of appreciation in it because you just, you don't get things like this that often that like strike you as, as so fundamentally awful. Um, I mean, I, I agree with your like premise yeah. that we needed a ticker after yeah. fucking like, <laughs> and, and I, I don't disagree with any of that, Yeah, but that doesn't mean I had to. Oh yeah. I mean. It's, it fucking sucks. Oh yeah, it's bad. I, I, more than anything that we have seen to where it's like not yeah. even close. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, look, Ticker's awful. Don't recommend it. That is a more emphatic don't recommend than again anything else. Yeah, I cannot. But I, I, I wouldn't agree with that. I, I would recommend this more than a large percentage of the movies we've seen. I would rather watch the Glimmer Man. Then Ticker? Yes. Oh, man. I cannot agree with you on that. I, I cannot agree with that. I think Ticker sucks. <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot go on board with that one. I got yeah. it. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the opposite view on, on Ticker here. Ticker is in my top three. Is it actually, though? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I got I to gotta let it go. I got to let it go a few weeks. What I will say about Ticker is... Uh, 
let's let's you know let's do our ticker check in like three or four weeks. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you again in three or four okay. weeks after we've seen a few more and after I've seen a few more. I'd be like, how has ticker aged for you in the in the process of all this? Um, I have I, I'm I'm feeling better about ticker and everything you're saying is kind of like I'm like I'm, part of me is like oh yeah I guess that's true maybe that would make it like fun um, to like watch and laugh at it but then I have to remember like how I felt watching Ticker yeah, and how I felt like, I, I, I felt a lot like when I watched The Glimmer Man when I was like, I understand how time works. Mm-hmm. I know that it could not literally take me longer to watch this movie than there are minutes in the movie. Yeah. But yet, it, the actual act of sitting here, I feel like I'm in a time warp. Yeah. And ticker, I mean... I mean, look, sometimes I watch these movies and like I get an impression on them early on. And it's, like, very easy for me to just keep my impression and just to, like, to make everything that happens from there on just kind of, like, fit the mold of, like, what I've decided I think about the movie. And so at some point in this movie, I decided this is in, like, so bad it's good territory for me. I just don't agree. And I, that's fine. But that's, like, sort of the decision that I kind of came to early in this movie. And, again, I would not... If I were, like, throwing a party and we were watching bad movies, Ticker's not on the list. But... Ticker's closer to that list than pretty much anything we've seen, with the exception of Out for Justice. Um, I mean, I... I just I fucking hated Ticker. <laughs> I really... I was in awe that it exists, that we are getting to movies I of love this caliber that. this early. And that's what I love, man. I mean, I get it. and like, like Ticker I, being like fascinating in its existence is... is exciting to no, me. No, <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. That is kind of like the fundamental of what we're here for. That's true. But it just um, fucking sucked. Like, you have to sit and watch that movie. You have to you have to sit and deal with Ticker for 80 minutes. That's true. The one thing I will say about Ticker uh, that's especially bad is that there really isn't... There aren't, like, iconic like moments in it. Like, like Ticker, it kind of exists in this weird realm where it's like this fever dream for 80 minutes. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't have these, like, great funny moments. Yeah, there's nothing that's going to be, like, you know, call, we're not going to be doing callbacks to Ticker. We're really not. And so, yeah, I mean, that that is, that is absolutely, like, the... I mean, granted, like, Steve, I mean, Steven says some pretty wacky shit because, you know, and... and Dennis Hopper's accent is, of course, I mean, bizarre. But I mean, like it has its like little I hate moments. It, I won't like it. You can't make me say it. <laughs> um, like it had it had its like its little moments that I kind of referred to earlier. That, but again, it's just like those are like a little bit of little sparks of life in this movie of it being, again, just like bizarrely bad. Um, but at the end of the day, that that still doesn't. It, it's not larger than the sum of its parts. It's it it, it is still ticker. It is still bad. Um, but it's a little more fun than than some of the other movies we've seen. Um, so that's my final take on Ticker. My take on Ticker is it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. Well, um, what next? Um, well, we can do some trivia. I've pretty much gone through all of the trivia that stood out to me that I liked. Yeah. Um, I will say that um, in Japan... Because this was a 2001, same as Exit Wounds. Um, it, in America, didn't get a theatrical release. But it did in Japan, and it was more successful than Exit Wounds. Step so in the right direction. <laughs> um, and last week, 
our exit wounds trivia got approved. Let me make sure it's still there. Uh, oh, uh, no, it is. <laughs> and that was um, the truly bizarre. Yeah. Steven Seagal had a Roseanne complete series box set signed by Roseanne when he guest starred on her show, but he lost it in a move and bought a new one. He kept pressuring her once husband, Tom Arnold, to help him get signed. It's great. It's still up. It's still up. It is, well, and it's true until it gets taken down. Until it gets taken down, it is true. Yeah. Do you think that our Patriot trivia about the horse is still up? <laughs> God, I fucking hope so. That might be yeah. our best one yet. It's still up. Yeah, All I'm right. a big fan of that well, one. Well, what about Ticker? What, um, what are we adding for Ticker? Yeah. Um, I feel like I said a few throughout the episode, but I can't remember what they were, so we're going to have to come up with something new. You said the thing about Dennis Hopper refusing to work with anybody. Yeah. That's not good enough. No, it's not good enough. Yeah. Um, so what are some things about Ticker? Yeah. <laughs> what are some things about Ticker? Uh, oh, we did do the thing where they changed the name of the movie because oh, Stephen kept ad-libbing Ticker. That's, that's all right. That's, we can fall back on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. What happened in this movie? You got any... You got any uh, permeating i i i feel like i did have one that i have since completely lost yeah damn well actually now i feel like i had i had one yeah but i just completely lost it yeah classic ticker dude yeah i know um well let's (laughs) let's let's dig into ticker let's see yeah again (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so let's see. There, Ice T was in Ticker. Ice T was undeniably in Ticker. He doesn't share any scenes with Steven. Yeah. But he is in Ticker. Yeah. Um, there's the Pizza Man gag. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that happens. Yeah. Maybe that was um, an offset gag that they that they brought to the movie. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Steven kept calling people uh, Pizza Man. <laughs> yeah. And insisted they write it into the movie because he thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, That's pretty good. I can imagine Steven walking around calling people pizza man. Yeah. Or maybe, um, you know, maybe. (laughs) Maybe nothing happened. Now, (laughs) okay, now bear with me Okay, yeah. I'm going a little, we've been pretty Steven specific for everything that we've done so far. But I'm going a little off the reservation. Ruh-roh. Here I was thinking I was canceled for talking about Kaiser Soze. Um, I apologize. <laughs> Damn, we're man. all just trying to be our best. The tweets are really coming in now. Um, man, Stephen Destroy is off the air. I'm doing things a little differently. There's a new show this week. Yeah, no, I, I meant about the trivia. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is where we we're getting our, our shock jock work yeah. cut out for us. Yeah. Um, Okay, mm-hmm. so you remember all that stuff about the demons? Yeah. What I'm proposing is okay. that the original cut of Ticker uh-huh. had literal demons in <laughs> um, Yeah, why not? What if Steven played the demons? Okay. What if Steven performed if two the, roles in this now, movie? Now hear me out. Yeah. What if the original version had a twist ending mm. where S- Steven's character only existed in Tom Sizemore's mind? Oh, my God. 
Yes. Okay. I like that a As lot. As a manifestation of... Um, of his adult of, son. Adult <laughs> son. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, his trauma from the bomb. He created this, like, yeah. bomb squad master That's in his head. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I love it. Okay. A bomb squad master called the pizza wouldn't man. That, wouldn't that be such a better movie, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm going to say in the original version, Steven Seagal's character was revealed to be just a figment of Tom Sizemore. We're not doing character names. Tom Sizemore's <laughs> imagination that he created to help himself cope with his fear of bombs. <laughs> God, this is not going to get approved. <laughs> <laughs> you know it will. It might not last long, but it'll... That one about executive decision wasn't that wild, and that didn't... Dude, it, it's nowhere close. It did actually, but then they took it down. It's nowhere close to the fucking pony shit that we yeah. wrote. <laughs> well, even this one's just really blatant, like, just... It's entirely not true. Like, there, there, there's we're, no we're way. We're just writing fan fiction at this point. <laughs> we really are. Should we add more to it? Uh, read it to me. In the original version, Steven Seagal's character was revealed to be just a figment of Tom Sizemore's imagination that he created to help himself cope with his fear of bombs. Sure. Yeah. Just leave it. Okay. What more could you add to that? Uh, maybe like uh, in the original ending, he... Uh, they have to kiss, and it <laughs> makes him reabsorb Steven. Yeah. All right. Ticker. Um, I got a game. You know what? It's not ticker themed. Let's play the game. It is actually a classic. Um, it's another installment of What Steven Is This? Ooh. Do you remember that one? No. Oh, okay. Well... I'm not going to tell you how it works. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> um, no, nah, it's the one where I have, I've, I've pulled lines from reviews online. And then you gotta, oh, I don't think I did that well with this one. Well, you, you beat it. Well, I think this is the one that I had to do the, it was the all or nothing on hard to kill, right? Yeah. Or was it hard to kill? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I think I've got seven. Okay. So you got to get four, right? I got to get four, unless get I totally four. botch it again. Unless right? you totally botch it again. And the the usual stakes are if you, you fail, you got to rewatch Above the Law. You, you, you want to stick with that? Ugh. You want to tr- do different stakes. Okay. Um, honestly, at this point, Above the Law. Oh, God, I hate Above the Law, though. <laughs> oh, I do hate Above the Law. But I think I hate Above the Law, like, the perfect amount. I think I hate Above the Law enough to where, like, if I had to watch it again, it would be, like, punishment, but not, like, um, uh masochism um, like that would be reserved for watching um i can't even remember the name of the movie we watched last week oh exit wounds <sighs> yeah okay fuck exit wounds i'm not i'm still not as down on exit wounds as you are oh i hated exit wounds dude i get mad thinking about that movie <laughs> okay um but ticker on the other right. hand <laughs> so now you have to rewatch above the law yeah um what steven is this okay while the film had its necessary action moments, it told a good story underneath all that. 
I can actually believe the circumstances that put Seagal's character in his position in the beginning of the film. Okay. Now, something that I was able to do last time was have the movies in front of me. Yes, as long as you're not Googling. Yeah, Googling word for word the reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're going to take, yeah, take a your... brilliant moment of dead air here. Well, I'll fill it. Um, yeah. I'll do some scat work. Yeah. Yeah. And not the kind I do on my OnlyFans. Please subscribe to James's OnlyFans, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and subscribe to uh, the Talk Film Society OnlyFans. <laughs> okay. Which I'm starting without anybody else's knowledge on on the website. <clears throat> so we can we could believe the situation that Mr. Seagal is in at the beginning of the I movie. can actually believe the circumstances that put Seagal's character in his position at the beginning of the film. Um, let's go with Under Siege 2 Dark Territory. Is that your final answer? It is. You are so close. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I can't guess twice. Yeah, you can't. It was Under Siege. Oh! The original. Damn! Off to a rough start. Oh. Okay. Are you ready for the second one? I guess, dude. Good. Good movie for brains activities. A little bit of rock and roll to go with country. Oh, it's got to be the Glimmer Man. It's the Glimmer Man. Yeah. All right. That was, that was a softball right there. There you go. Yeah. All right. In this next one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, um, I'll tell you right off the bat, this one you should think hard about. Okay. So it's, it's I'm pretty much outright telling you it's not going to be what you are immediately going to think it is. Okay. I'm going to tell you that much. <clears throat> I only bought this movie because it had Redacted featured on the cover of the DVD box. It even stated starring Redacted. Later learning that Redacted had very little to to nothing to do with the film. He is only featured in the entire movie for a couple of minutes with a minor role. Well, Mm -hmm. the mind obviously Mm -hmm. jumps to executive decision. Right. And so I should think harder. Yes, because correct. that's a little too easy. I'm I'm not outright specifically saying that, but yes, I mean yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. So what is a movie where somebody could have been in it? Title card star, maybe Steven Still, uh, but not Steven Stills. Um, <laughs> where they're in it for just a little while. You know, <clears throat> I'm going to be uh, a little experimental with this okay. pick. You know, I might be, could be wrong here. Could this potentially be Ticker? You're correct. Let's go, dude. You're correct. Let's get it. All right. This is Nas in, in Ticker. Is that what you were thinking? I was just thinking of Steven. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it was, it was still Ticker, so it you was, were still correct. Yeah, Ticker's Ticker, man. All right. You're two for one. Yeah, two for three. Well, oh, well, I thought it was like you got two and then one. I, I would be two and one and two for three. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, talking Sorry. to a real sportsman over here. You Sorry, know, ever, Dad. Ever hear Wayne Gretzky, huh? Yeah, you know okay. what? Here's one for you. <laughs> Babe Ruth. That's what I was going to say. Oh, that's baseball. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> ready for the next one? Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna do our famous exit wounds bit. I um, I I really like this next one. Okay. 
From a Christian standpoint, Uh-oh. the movie is pointless. The only lesson that can be reinforced is to cherish each day, serve God wholeheartedly, show God's love to your neighbors and enemies alike. And I will tell you right now, this is also, I don't actually know what your immediate thought is going to be, but I will tell you, whatever that is, what will, will be wrong. <laughs> I literally have no idea what you're going to think, but I'm very confident. Okay. Tell well, me what it is, and I will tell you if you, well, obviously I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Well, the first thing that came to my mind, but not necessarily my, no, I my final guess. I understand. The first thing that came to my mind um, was um, The yeah. Patriot. Okay. And, and that's wrong. Yeah. That was the first thing that came to that's my mind. That's along the lines of where I assumed you'd go, and that is wrong. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. So the idea that it could be that, that, that whatever I was thinking is wrong mm-hmm. makes me think there's got to be a crazy one. Okay. Right? So give me my giant. I will, I will, I will let you guess again uh-huh. because I, I'm not really considering my giant. Oh, okay. When I pull from these. Okay. I would have I would have made like if I had even thought about its existence, yeah. I would have made a disclaimer at the beginning that none of these are my giant. Okay. okay. So you can try again. But that I guess would have been a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> like if that had been a review for my giant. That actually would kind I, of make I, some sense. Yeah. Though. It would have, yeah. That's... It doesn't really make sense. Okay, so it makes no sense. Um Okay. Love your neighbor, love God every day. Glimmer Man. Final answer. Wrong. What is it? Executive decision. That's fucked, dude. That sucks. Okay. All right. So now you're two and two. Yep. All right, my dude. They get, they're they getting pretty hard, and some of these I'm starting to feel bad because they're kind of like tricks. <laughs> okay. Let's play. Let's, um, you know? Okay. I'm here for it. I'm a gamer, bro. Maybe if you do end up failing this, I'll find some sort of a, an alternative. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would have loved more Aikido fighting, but this is before Seagal really got rolling. And this is also not going to be whatever it is that you're immediately going to think. Okay. I already hate this one. This one's like just a trick. Yeah. I'm saying this one doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Because I, I feel... <laughs> but if I get it, it counts double. double. If, if you get it, it'll count. And if you do it... If, if I don't, don't okay. I don't care. Fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to assume the trick here is that this is not before Stephen really got rolling. Yeah. Um. But I will assume maybe that it's like a little earlier than like the Patriot, but when he goes like to the point to where he's not even fighting anymore. Um, and so a movie where we would have appreciated more Aikido. Uh, but then again, it might not be earlier than the Patriot. Maybe it is the Patriot. I'm going to guess The Patriot. You are wrong. Uh, what is it? It is Exit Wounds. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. I really only included that one because it's a wild take. That is a wild take. Um, all right. So I guess now you... So I just have to get one of these next two? Is that how this works? I think if you get one, then it's a tie and I have to figure something out or you just win. Okay. Um, only problem I had with this movie is with the overdramatic ending fight scene. Seagal would have kicked the guy's ass, or sorry, Seagal should have kicked the guy's ass, and the end. Instead, it was overdone just a bit. 
The Patriot. The Patriot? That's the one where they do the fucking shit with the flowers and... Oh, okay. All right. I guess that's well, wrong. <laughs> yeah, that wrong. Um, sorry. The thing is, the the I'm going to reread it. I'm going to let you guess again. Okay. Because I think you may have misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Only problem I had with this movie is with the over dramatic ending fight scene. Oh yeah, there's no ending fight scene. I guess at yes. the end of the Patriots. Yes, that was why I was particularly bewildered. I feel like. I, I could be wrong, but the, like the now the two movies that come to mind are Under Siege and Marked for Death. And Under Siege does have a remarkably long ending that we both commented on when we saw it. So I, maybe Under Siege. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess Under Siege here, and it is a pretty dramatic ending fight scene. You are wrong. Was it Marked for Death? It was Marked for Death. Fuck. I fucking knew it was one of those two movies, dude. Shit. All right. So you got one left. Damn. And I... <laughs> this is horrifying. I, I feel... I, like, don't want to make you watch Above the Law. <laughs> As if that could not be more clear by how yeah. much I have tried to help you. I mean, these are hard. Um, I know. That's, like, I understand it's hard. And yeah, this, this is next a hard one, game. This next one is going to be the hardest of them all. Let's do it. Well, you know what? I came in clutch last time. Let's see what happens. Do you, do you really want to go all or nothing on this one? Do you want me to try? This is already out? all for nothing. But if you have some other uh, ways to help me out, I'm willing to take them. Okay. But. I really don't. Um, let me see if I can find um, <laughs> live on the air a review to use. That way I can potentially buffer you. And then. Um, well, why don't you read me the review? And then while I try to figure it out, you can you can decide if maybe you want to throw in another one. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's let's ruin it. Okay. Yeah. You think you can do it? You got it? You ready? You know what? It's re- gonna be the hardest one. Ready as I've ever been. <laughs> All right. Yeah. The movie was all scratched up and it had dried pizza sauce all over it. <laughs> Can you tell me? <laughs> Can you tell me which one this is going to be a review for? This is um, a review of the Patriot. You are correct. Yeah, let's fucking go, dude. I knew it. You are a hundred percent correct. Yep. What Damn. Can I, okay. What can I say? <laughs> Look, man, there there are only a few things in life that are true. Yeah. Yeah, it's like death taxes and me not wanting to watch Above the Law. Apparently. Damn. So the the Lord himself does not want me to watch Above the Law. Because like, there's no cameras on us. So like, of course, you can't know that I didn't cheat. But I, I, I still I, don't know you didn't cheat. I have no idea how you did that. I, the, like my thought process on it was this has to be a direct-to-DVD movie. <laughs> Because if you bought if you bought a movie that you cared about at all, it would have been one of Seagal's first six or seven movies. And so uh, we had already done a ticker question, and I just narrowed it down. Maybe it's the Patriot. Well, you, you succeeded, mm-hmm. my friend. Yeah. 
And that is which Stephen is this or what Stephen is this or something. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Stephen is it anyway? Yeah. It's a good name for a game. Yeah. Um, well. Wow. I'm really riding the high off that one. That was impressive. Yeah. Wow. Those, that's even, I'm, I'm, uh, wow. I'm more uh, happy about that one than the uh, hard to kill one. Damn. Um, sentencing. 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 Damn, I'm in a good mood now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a complete opposite of last week. One year. Yeah. <laughs> Six months. Community service. How do you sense a movie like sentence a movie like Ticker? Um, uh, harshly. I'm not going to. Um, this movie is awful. This is uh, an astoundingly bad movie, of course. Um, truly a bewilderingly awful movie. Um, and that counts for something. And I sentenced Stephen to 80 years in prison for last week's movie. Uh, yes. I was not kind, nor was I in a good mood. Um, and uh, I guess today I'm feeling a little kinder and I'm in a little better mood. And um, I feel a lot more able to do this podcast than I did last week. <laughs> yeah, I'll give Ticker that. I also do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was literally just like begging. I was basically begging you not to. To just not do the podcast this week. Yeah, you sure were. And I was like, "This is this is the pact we made. This is this is the decision. When one of us can't do it, the other one's got to step up and yep. say we have to." And we did because again, I again, I almost texted you this morning. Hey, what if I just didn't come recorded the show today? But yeah. I knew it. We had to power through. Yeah, we do. And um, so ticker was what it was. It's pretty bad. Uh, we do send Steven on the show, not necessarily the movie. Um, and so, actually, Stephen, one of the better parts of this movie. I take. I do not. No, I don't think that that's an appropriate thing to say. I think you could say less offensive, maybe, or just like that. Still makes him one of the better parts of the movie. I don't like the wording. It's too no, nothing you can do about it. Um, it's 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 uh, it's a ten piece. It's ten years for Stephen this this week. Interesting. Uh, it's a bad movie. It sucks. I had a lot of fun watching it. Ten years. Well, good for you. <laughs> it does suck very bad, and I really didn't like it, and I hate Ticker. Um, last week, I gave Exit Wounds 35 years. You sure did. Just because it was so uninspiring. I was just so fucking mad about doing the show. Yeah. Um, Exit Wounds was tough, man. It was tough. <clears throat> it was hard to talk about. Last week was a rough one. Yeah. And so I will be nicer on Ticker for that respect. Um, but it still sucked. So I'm going to go an odd 18. 18. 18 feels good to me. Yep. I'm going to go 18 years. I think that's a pretty respectable choice. All right. So for Steven's current sentence, we are looking at two consecutive life sentences and, uh, <laughs> 357 years. And we're just getting started. We are just getting started. Although, we are getting very close to our halfway point. Disgusting. Well, hold on. <laughs> Dangerous. <laughs> well, actually, we're not getting that close. <laughs> yeah, we're really not. Um, we still got like another like three months. <laughs> yeah, we, we got uh, like 13 weeks <laughs> almost as much time as we've oh, been doing yeah. the show yep no, that's correct 
Um, or like a quarter of the way it there. It would have been a quarter last week, so we're about a quarter of the way through. Mm-hmm. But a quarter is close to the halfway point. And it's like we said last week, it can't last forever. It can't last forever. <laughs> um, you got a motherfucker count for us? Dude, I, I haven't done that in like, like, <laughs> no, like, like 10 weeks. <laughs> well, I don't think that. Well... I, we were getting pretty close to me dropping it 10 weeks ago. I think yeah. maybe eight weeks ago we, we were like, hey, what if we stopped with that? Yeah. But, hey, one of these days I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch him saying it. I'm going I'm to throw a fucking party on the, on the air. I'm going to be very excited, excited uh, for Steven to say the word motherfucker again. Even for Steven to say fuck again. He doesn't even curse in these movies, dude. Yeah, I want Steven to curse again. Yeah, I want Steven to be gross. I well, like potty mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week, yeah, Half Past Dead sounds great, which did get a theatrical release, and that is that's our, discouraging. That is our official last theatrical release um, with Steven in a starring role. Period. Hell yeah, dude! I honestly like I'm in this for the directed DVD movies. I was in I, this from the beginning I, for I, the I'm tickers. Still not, I'm still not sure how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I agreed to this. I, I helped conceptualize this on the basis on which I was going to see every direct-to-DVD Steven Seagal movie, in which there was no Walmart in the country I could walk into and not feel right at home. Ugh, the idea of just having seen every Steven Seagal movie. Horrifying. Shameful. Yeah. Like God, that's something we're never going to be able to erase. I know. There will never become a time in our lives in which we haven't seen every will, one of them. I mean, You'll until, take that to your fucking grave, you, dude. Like, um, <laughs> until you, you like just start to forget and like your memory of this just sort of deteriorates yeah you will have an opinion on every oh. steven seagal movie someone will be talking about steven seagal yeah like hey man have you seen under siege and you'll be able to say i have seen every <laughs> steven seagal film every and i know what you're thinking you're thinking no he hasn't <laughs> Yeah, you're like, no, you've probably only seen those few we made in the 90s. And yeah. you're about to drop it on me that, oh, he actually, he has a bunch of direct-to-DVD movies that a lot of people haven't heard of. No, no, my friend. <laughs> when I say all of them, I'm talking my giant all of them. Yeah. How come people don't want to do this podcast? Why don't people want to listen to Why it? Why would not anyone be on our podcast? <laughs> Look, um, uh, yeah, th- this goes to the grave, man. This, uh... You know, take you a little bit behind the scenes for me, me and James here. Like, we were talking to a friend of ours that was like, I was at a restaurant before the pandemic <laughs> happened, and yeah. there was a Steven Seagal movie on in the background. Yeah. And we were able to help him deduce which movie it was by asking him <laughs> how Steven looked and what was going on on the screen. Yeah, we actually were. We, like, had it down to two. It was either Out for Justice or Above the Law. And I think we said Above the Law at the end of it. I think no, we, we yeah, we narrowed it down to Above the Law, so... And that's just something we could do. Yeah, this is something that we could, at this point, we've probably seen every one of them that most people have seen. Oh, honestly, yeah, almost for sure. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know what half of these fucking things are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it just, uh, you know, gotta keep trucking on. How are you feeling? I mean, we're pretty much already in that part. Yeah, I, I don't think I could say it any better than, like, we're going to have seen every one of them. Yeah. And until the day we die, that will always be true. Yeah. And that's how I feel this week. Okay. I'm just like grappling with the immensity of that statement. Yeah, it is a lot. 
there's almost no movie star that you could have seen more movies for. Like, I know you mentioned, like, the Samuel L. Jackson thing, and, like, he's, like, your most, you know, in the most movies that you've re- reviewed on Letterboxd. And uh, there's almost nobody that you could have seen more movies from. I've actually, um, speaking of that, I forgot about that, but have, like, basically decided that I'm going to have to make a point to watch, like, I think it's 12 more Samuel L. Jackson movies than I have seen. Yeah. <laughs> Just so that way, if I ever look at my letterbox stats, yeah. Steven Seagal won't be the number one most watched actor of all time for me. Um, I gotta I gotta start packing in those, like, uh, some Spike Lee movies. Do any of these movies, because are, 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 you're reviewing, are you putting at least a star rating to every one of these? Yeah, or just anything that I like. Do they ever go above and... one? What? Oh, for Steven? Yeah. Yes. Okay, interesting. Yes. What? Uh, curious, for the fans at home, yeah. what's, what's gone above well, one? Well, all the fans follow me on Letterboxd. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah. Um, no, mo- I mean, most of them actually have. I'm really trying to, like, I mean, I, I rate the these kind of relatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm giving shit. I, I gave Under Siege 2 three stars. Okay. And that is 100% just sort of relative. I'm sure, that, like, I could find some shit that I rated the same as Under Siege 2, and that would look absolutely insane. Right. But, I mean, I'm like, that's my fucking letterbox. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I can rate every single movie based on its own nutso criteria if I want. Yeah. Um. Generally, I'm, I'm two, two and a half stars for okay. these. Some, I think Glamour Man was probably star and a half, maybe one star. Yeah. Ticker, absolute half star. Yeah. Absolute half star. Yeah, oh, worth it. Um. Yeah. yeah, I do. I do rate all my Steven movies on Letterboxd. Yeah, I I have I like I have an account. I think pretty seldom use. I think I've rated like ten movies on there or something. I I want to say I gave either Exit Wounds or The Patriot one star, and that was <laughs> that's the only time I've used it for Steven so far. Yeah, I um, no, it's it's nice to have just sort of like a, a diary. Yeah, my brain's broken, so I'm able to like go through i'm able to go through my letterbox diary and seeing like what movie i watched will then help me kind of like be like oh if i watched this this day then this must have been the day that this happened oh yeah you know i can so. i can go on like my last fm account for like my music listening and and go to specific days and specific years and like remember what i was doing when i listened to certain albums and songs and stuff and it gives you timestamps and stuff for when you were listening i'm like oh yeah i remember what was going on there and yeah, same same shit. It's just uh, I, I use Letterboxd to like like um, when I wanted to figure out the day I um, uh, like <laughs> the first time I drove after I got my concussion last year. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have to solve this. I'll go on Letterboxd and see when I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh-huh. <laughs> because of course, as soon as you're able to drive after getting a concussion, you want to go see a Tarantino movie, movie. Theater for three hours. Yeah. Um, it was not the smartest decision. I was not doing so hot after the movie, but mm-hmm. that's why that's more or less kind of what Letterbox is for for me. Yeah, man. But yeah, everybody can follow me on Letterbox and um, get little previews on how I felt about every Steven movie. Yeah, you get ready. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Give us five stars, even if you don't think we deserve it. Yeah. Um, Patreon.com slash Talk Film Society. They got all sorts of extra shit there, not just us. Mm-hmm. Um, other podcasts with uh, people who are better at it, people who like to do it. Yeah. People whose shows aren't like based around the premise of how much they hate to do them. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you don't live and breathe the constant negativity that permeates every aspect <laughs> of this show, maybe go listen to somebody else's show. Yeah. But still rate us five stars. Still rate us five stars. Yeah, because we deserve it. <laughs> 
We work tirelessly. We we do the, we watch the movies. We, we do. do the show. I you don't can't know argue you that expect. we don't watch the movies. Some uh, might argue because of how much I forget of the movies that I don't watch them. Yeah, there's a whole. But uh, I promise you, it's just because of the movies. There's a whole uh, Reddit <laughs> conspiracy that Dylan doesn't watch the movies. Yeah, and believe hashtag, me, we we're on there. We read them. The hashtag Dylan doesn't watch trended for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hashtag Make Dylan repl- watch. Yeah, hashtag replace Dylan. Yeah, hashtag uh, replace Dylan. <laughs> yeah, we're aware of it. Yeah, oh, the audience turned on Dylan. Yeah, pretty surprisingly. Yeah, it's it, it could have been from me uh, forgetting things in the movies or just ca- blatantly calling people by the wrong names. Yeah, uh, any of these. No one's no one's gonna let you forget Tom Hooper. Yeah, no one's gonna let me forget Hopper. that. All right, I think I called uh, Arlie Army uh, Army Hammer once. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, look, man. Yeah. I'm looking. It's uh, it's just because I'm dumb, so <laughs> it's nothing else. Uh, but you know, it's what it is. So, I'm gonna wrap this thing up. Yeah, take it on home. Yeah, well, per usual, we're very thankful for all yeah. of our, our ardent listeners. And email us at Stephen Destroy Podcast at Gmail dot com. Yep. Particularly if you like ticker. Mm-hmm. And particularly if you don't like ticker. Or just in general, ask us questions, yeah. tell us things. We'll read every email we get on the air, no matter what. Yep, spam included. Spam included. <laughs> Emails of uh, updates to our Google Drive and stuff. Everything, mm-hmm. everything we'll read. Yes. Start to finish. Start to finish. Password alerts. Password alerts. Everything. Fraud. Yep. Pin numbers. Pin numbers. All right, just do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, thanks for uh, well. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for um, being part of our show, and of course, per usual, of course. Of course. Thanks for listening, motherfuckers. Of course. Why don't you take your lively chubby ass and get the fuck off my car? I'm starting to get scared. I'm starting to get scared. Get the fuck out of here. We have a problem. Steven started ad libbing. That means I won't get to see you go through puberty. I will snatch every motherfucker birthday. <laughs>